Taking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. <laughs> You're just waiting. Is that how that He's, dude goes out? Mm-hmm. That's, nice. yeah, that's He's taking he, a shit and Tyrion puts a crossbow in him. Nice. Tyrion's like, you were never my father to me. <laughs> what season? Is that before shit goes? It was that's in season five, I think. Okay. When he kills it had the the Tywin show hadn't it. shit the bed at that okay. point. No, yeah, it was all right. It was good. Season was it season five? It might have been season four. It was actually four or five bad. because then Tyrion goes on a long journey south. Yeah, because he gets he gets exiled. Yeah, he, you know, basically he killed his dad to find himself. I understand who was the hand of the king at the time because Tommen was king at that point. You're right, man. That job just. That's like the turnover rate. It's not a good insane. one. It's like not the defense against well, the dark arts teacher. <laughs> your life expectancy drops. Yeah, significantly. That's, that's the know. whole point of the book, I think. It's like, <laughs> yeah, John Aaron died. He was the hand of the king. Everyone else who ever takes this job will die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for fucking, I guess, I don't know. I still think I just like to pretend I don't know how the books ended. <laughs> Because we still don't know what they, how they ended. Because the way that the one they gave us was just, just awful. But he gave us the best story. He should be the leader, the king. <laughs> what? Even though everyone what else had better sto- stories. Yeah. What greatest story is the cripple? You, even this, his story was the, the shittiest. Who? In, and I know you said in the last season, like you literally can't be king because <laughs> of the three-eyed raven. But now you're going to be the king, okay? No, I sent you that meme once, Max. Think about it. Except for the North. Now it's five kingdoms. He knew how everything would play out to make himself king, and he did it. He knew. He did. How could he not? John, I put your life through hell so I could become king. Eat a dick. Power. Head back north, bitch. Power. Mm -hmm. Go go live. Go find a new wildling girlfriend. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Ignorant Unemployed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. And I am joined, as always, by our uh, keepers of the black hosts, Mr. Jeff Watson. God, I need to let go of Game of Thrones. Let it go. I am the Watchers <laughs> in the Night. Now my watch has ended. Uh, Mr. Max Sarakistan Lannister Tyrion... <laughs> Unbowed, unbent, unbroken, Serac. I will never let go of my Star Wars love. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and I don't like anything that's nerdy. You guys are dorks. (laughs) And this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show. For 30 minutes of uninterrupted podcasting gold. That's right. You provide the topics. We provide the entertainment. And Max is going to tell you how you can... Help support the show, the podcast I mean, thing. Ben basically alluded to it uh, uh, with you supporting or providing. I give the an topics. overview. I give like a whiff, oh, so and then like, you give us the main. You're the first paragraph. Dish. You're introducing the, I'm the thesis. Introductory. I, yes. I'm the bun that smells like the burger. I don't. Even what? Know. That's how I had a teacher explain a hamburger essay to me. Was the the bun is the introductory paragraph and the top, and then you get a little little whiff of the meat. What's to come? <laughs> I'm disturbed your teacher talking about whiffs of meat, but... Yeah, pretty much. Meat whiffs. Was this Florida? Yes. Thank you, public education system in Florida. No child left behind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Full game. Send us your topics, uh, uh, because we need them. That's how we decided to record this show, and we'll send you a T-shirt, and we appreciate you playing along. You can hit the Submit a Topic button. You can email us, topics at Ignorant Uninformed. 
Um, you can uh, uh, hit us up on one of the social medias that we don't pay attention to. Um, questions make the best topics. Uh, and uh, Is there really a need to pay attention to the social medias? I'm never. We get, we get views and likes on our page still. Some, I think those are bots. I'm if pretty sure they are. If, if you are liking and viewing our page and you are not a bot, please send us a topic. And just <laughs> just out of spite to prove me wrong. You know what? Bots send us topics. Yeah. I would take bot topics. Fuck yeah, I would take bots. Bot lives matter. Bot lives do matter. As long as they're sentient. I'm pro-transformer. Mm-hmm. I, for mm-hmm. one, welcome our new robot overlords. No, never said that before. It's my catchphrase. <laughs> Uh, get your get your robot overlords t-shirt at ignorantinformed.com <laughs> for 29.99 US dollars 47 Canadian. I think that conversion rate checks I out. I have no idea what the exchange rate is. Not a clue. A loony is worth something. <laughs> this is from Gary. That's possible. He just visited. Do you believe in, in spirit magic. guides? And guardian angels. I so, love, do you believe in magic? I love the <laughs> deep set eye contact that you made with me as you paused. Well, you were right because you said, "Do you believe in magic?" And I said, yeah, "You I, won't believe what this says. It says spirit guides and guardian angels." Yeah, I know. Who Not my necessarily dad is. magic, but uh, no, Not, there's uh, the argument could be made. They're all just magic and make believe. But sure. I, I, I don't know. Do you believe in spirit guides? I, uh, spirit guides. I don't know if spirit guides are the right. Is that like a pamphlet? <laughs> guides to spirit. No, I believe in guides to spirit. Uh, no, I think that, that we have like this is nice paper. Uh, uh, a <laughs> spiritual apartment. impulse. Like I think that, that humans have a spiritual impulse, like a longing to connect with something that is greater than them. Uh, personally. And I think that we struggle to make sense of a lot of things that we don't understand. Mm -hmm. And so like the idea of a spirit guide to me, like, I believe that there is some sort of intelligence, um, in the universe, like some sort of, of, I mean, call it like energy, call it a consciousness, call it interstellar. Uh, you could call it interstellar. You could call it intergalactic. Uh, planetary. Uh, planetary, intergalactic, intergalactic, intergalactic. Another dimension. Another nice. dimension. Uh, that album came on recently. Um, but so I think that like, you know, like I, the idea of of spirit appearing in, in ways that make sense to us, like of a spirit guide, right? Like so you'll see your heel hear about like in uh indigenous cultures here right like there was lots of like totems and animals and i think that it's one of those things that spirit animals as opposed to i guess is there a difference between a spirit guide and a spirit animal i mean i think a spirit seeing eye dog is that mm. uh an eye dog that sees spirits or uh, uh, an actual incorporeal seeing eye dog it only <laughs> sees ghosts eyes that would be. Can you imagine if you have a dog that saw ghosts? That'd be twisted. I mean, I my buddy Tim uh, used to have Ru- a dog Ruby, and like there was one time he definitely thought that he, his interpretation was Ruby seeing like a ghost in my house because she was staring at an empty wall just barking. <laughs> at uh, I like it. Uh, and so the ghost disappeared into the walls. Yeah. But I mean, it's like the scientifically house. proven. Like we know there are creatures 
on this planet that have a broader range of senses than we can. They perceive different information than we do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what we call, I mean, was Ruby seeing a ghost? I don't know. Is that how we make sense of that? And it was something else that she was perceiving that was like at that wall? I have no idea. Hmm. Um, Electromagnetic fields generated by the (laughs) malfunctioning. Keep using words. The water pipes were mm. malfunctioning water pipes and the <laughs> I think those would be leaking was, was coming yes. out into the wall into a spectrum yes. that she could see Egon. Mm. i mean like i know my dad is all in on that shit with like spirit guides and healing mm. and mediums and mm. all of that and so like that is part of the water that i swim in as i was like growing up although it didn't really hit until uh i was kind of out of the house um and so like that's where i've like certainly come in to, to like those ideas and been encountered them but like i've always been drawn to like uh like the mystical side of things and mm-hmm. the occult and uh and i mean i was talking about like getting a new book with tarot and like you guys know i fuck with astrology and like i don't know man i've i have or does pride... astrology fuck with you i mean it depends on the person right i <laughs> mean i have certainly as uh, <laughs> uh had my third eye pried open by uh a little bit of plant medicine uh, in the course mm. of my days, so mm. like I, yeah, man, there I I, I believe in uh, in some I level. Believe. Yeah, I think I don't. I guess I don't really fully understand the concept of like a spirit guide. Is a spirit guide like a person, or is it like a guardian angel? Is like an angel? It's a super, <laughs> a extra dimensional or planetary interdimensional planetary planetary intergalactic it is a being that is not a human that right like not an angel is not necessarily a human how do you know what but about is castiel a, is a spirit guide well he became human he started as an angel like the difference between angels and and humans is outlined in the both the Old Testament and the New, but mm. the uh, the the you know that the angels were essentially they don't they don't have free will, so they're like there anyway. But like a guardian angel, didn't is, the fallen angel have some kind of like supreme elevated being, an elevated being, let's say that uh, maybe has wings of varying numbers uh, depending on how high up they are in the angel hierarchy i've mm-hmm. never heard that oh yeah there's like six winged angels that are the seraphim and they are mm. uh and then there's the cherubim and and the seraphim are the two that surround the throne of god uh and uh they have like doesn't eye. they're described as the weirdest things like like many eyed six winged creatures that like are Flying around the throne of heaven, and mm. it's very strange. That just seems like too many wings. It does, unless it's like a fly, and they're like. Although I've seen some wings, pretty yeah. dope ass anime where they had like a fallen <laughs> angel with six wings, and I was like, "That's badass." <laughs> I mean, sure, like, guide crazy. me, sir. Yeah, I accept your guidance. <laughs> I mean, so I wrote, I read a book um, about the bird tribes. It was sort of like a, a Native American take on uh, spirit on like angelic beings and they like, they called them part of the bird tribe. Mm. And so like, again, like they were winged. Um, And so, I mean, I think that 
you know, it's a lot like personification, right? Like we, when we see things we don't understand, we try to make sense of it. And so like the idea of a, of spirit guiding you might make a lot more sense if it appears to you or you can conceive it as like hologram Obi-Wan Kenobi as opposed to, you know, amorphous, powerful force of the universe, right? And it's like personifying God, like is God some sort of person sitting on a throne? Well, like if God is a person sitting on a throne, then like it stands to reason that like servants and agents are uh, also... But what if God was one of us? <laughs> what would he look like? And would you want to know? An old white dude, clearly. Definitely an he old definitely white Definitely Alanis Morissette is one of my favorite interpretations, uh, personifications of God. Which is also funny because Alanis Morissette, in this sh- I was watching this show called The Great North. The Great North. Um, it's very, very funny. And the, the one of the main characters uh, talks to uh, Alanis Morissette in in the northern lights like as her like imaginary friend like the northern lights may, they live in alaska and um i should i should clarify and it's actually voiced by alanis morissette which is i probably wasn't doing much they have conversations yeah it's pretty great <laughs> but like nick offerman's in it and megan mullally and uh oh what is the girl's name who's the main the main one like will for is it will forte i think it's will forte and um not Judy Greer. Pam great, Greer? Great voice cast. No. Damn. It's uh it's it's the she plays John John Ralphio's sister. Gotcha. Uh, uh what is her name? I can't remember it's right gone. now. It's gone. But it's a great show. And and Alanis Morissette's in it. But I, I like the dogma idea that Alanis Morissette is yeah. God. Is is does she play herself? No, she plays God. In the show, in the Great North, yeah, yes, she's well, she's like the she's like, but Alanis is Alana Morissette. is she God in the show? I'm not no, saying does she voice God? Is it recognized that Alanis Morissette is God? She, Am I making sense? Not within the context of the show. The okay, Great that's North. what I was asking. But she is made of the Northern Lights. She's like a big outline animated version of Alanis Morissette in the sky. Mm. So yes and no, Fair but enough. but the the character I think her name is Judy is is like she's like imaginary friend Alanis Morissette are you there? And it's like the Northern Lights like coalesce into her form and say yeah what's up how's it going? <laughs> it's very funny. She's I like, like well, it. this one time I kissed this boy. <laughs> very funny. Went down on him at theater. Mm, one time. This one time at band camp. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> It's going to drive me crazy that I can't think of that girl's name. You should just stop trying. Yep. I'm Let trying. it go. It'll, It'll come, come to you. Yes, go. exactly. If you've seen one of our latest episodes. Exactly. <laughs> maybe, it hasn't, maybe it hasn't come out yet. I don't know. Eh, it'll probably be out before this. I try to release things. I try to release things in the order. You should order since we uh, reference yeah. them. Yes. Yeah. There Typically. Is, there, is a, there is a you know a meta world here at, uh-huh. at, at at least you're it. rewarded for listening to consecutive episodes. Mm-hmm. Certain situations. You'll at least get more jokes and references. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, Gary definitely gets down on uh, on all of that stuff. So I guess um, my co- I, I'm still trying to figure out what a spirit guide is. Is a spirit guide <laughs> a, like a an elevated being, like a guardian angel? Would, would I mean, be, I, when I think of spirit beings, I think of like, oh, I was contacted by my great aunt Mildred, and and she like 
you know, has been guiding me silently for, for years to make the right choices. And, and I talked to her, I went to a, a seance and, and they said that, you know, she's fine and she's, she loves me. You know what I mean? Like, is it, is it a spirit guide in that sense? Or is it a spirit guide? Like you're unaware of spirit of nature or it's a, like an animal totem or, you know, I guess what is your, your experience? I would agree. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Fair. No, it's, it's cool. What is, what is, I appreciate what is Gary it. Uh, well, he would have to answer for himself. I don't think I could. He doesn't talk to you uh, at length about his right spirit. Well, no, I mean, I just don't think it's a question that I have asked him. Like, what do you really mean when you say spirit what, guide? What do you, is the spirit guide in the room um, right now? <laughs> So let's. Where did the spirit guide touch you? (laughs) Show us on the doll. (laughs) Um, But it's spirit. It's touching you everywhere at all times. Uh, So, uh, man, I really wish I could remember this podcast because it was super interesting that I listened to. But it was talking about the origin of like a lot of the terms that have been used in the New Age movement come from like a very specific kind of like. Cult religion that developed in India at the turn of the century, kind of by pedophiles, also. Um, uh, Let's just gloss over that fact. Well, I can't remember. Like, I'm just this is also pedophiles. But uh, (laughs) no, this dude like saw some attractive Indian boy that he was like, this is the personification of God, and then like a whole thing happened around Mm. him. Someone you've probably it's actually something you may have heard of. I I can't remember. I've seen Stargate Max. I know Um, how this works. But, like, there was a whole idea. And so, like, a lot of the, <laughs> like, vocabulary and a lot of the terms that get thrown around in the New Age movement also owes its, like, comes from from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the concept of ascended masters, which are supposedly, like, these long dead beings, like uh, uh, St. Germain, I believe, is one. And... Um, L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, I mean, possibly L. Ron. Mm. Um, Zenu. Uh, no, we no, were just. I just Zenu. was reading something about Scientology. Anyway, I don't... Sorry. <laughs> cool. I mean, <laughs> hey, I, I totally just uh, uh, derailed in a, in a similar fashion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so, like, ascended masters are kind of like a uh, spirit guide adjacent. But I think, yeah, these are like... Like the Skeksis and the Mystics. No. The Dark Crystal. So are ascended masters actual people? I think they... Because this sounds like a pyramid scheme. Well, legendary, I mean... Is it Obi-Wan? Like, Obi-Wan Kenobi is an ascended master? I mean, I think if you could conceive of what happened to Obi-Wan once he became one with the Force, that is the concept of an ascended master. Like, someone who lived at one point... Um, who then like decided to sort of like the I want to say it's bodhisattvas in in Hindu mythology and like in Buddhism rather that like decide like they can transcend but they're like no nah, I'm gonna chill and help people uh, and so like instead of cop out breaking the like, I could have said but I'm not gonna karmic cycle it's like no nah, I'm gonna help other people get here um, and so like there's this idea that there are yeah like whatever spirit soul um, of people who lived long ago who are here to help other people reach that level of enlightenment. As a spirit or still they're alive? As a spirit, I think. It's like incorporeal energy. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm just a little skeptical of a live person that says, I'm an ascended master. (laughs) No, as... That's not cool. you should be. (laughs) You always should be. Hold on to these handles. I want to tell you how (laughs) fucked up your life is. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this looks bad. This looks wrong. But if you give me money, it'll get better. Um, You too can ascend. For 1995 a month. This is behind a paywall, but... but, I, uh... 
so like when you say like what is a spirit guide so i think that it's like whatever you, you know, want it to be baby um in whatever form makes the most sense to you like if spirit is energy right then like uh, uh the idea that a spirit guide would be whatever I mean, does it have to be corporeal? I don't know. And if it does, it can be like a chicken or it can be an alligator or an elephant or whatever animal is like meaningful and symbolic to you. Uh, Right. Or like maybe it comes as like some sort of shamany looking being to make sense of you as you are, um, you know, trying to understand said information. My D&D character. Um, For instance, Sure. If that's who you want. That's actually the, I, I tell you, one time I was writing this, I started writing this story randomly and, and I was telling you about, I was going to tell you about it. Maybe I didn't tell you about it, <laughs> but that was sort of the idea was that this kid, uh, gets through like his middle school experience by basically having an imaginary friend who turns out to be like a sort of a spirit guide, I guess, uh, that is his like barbarian alter ego D and D character. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, but it was it was a coming soon to a bookstore near you as soon as I fucking write it. I'm <laughs> gonna hand that do. off to better people. I'm just gonna talk, uh, talk to you about it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like now as far as like guardian angels, um, like I I just don't I'm not really big on the personification of spirit. Uh, like I'm cool if there's just like amorphous energy and it's allowed to just be amorphous energy. Perfect, mm-hmm. like for me. Like it can be consciousness; it doesn't need. Well, I think form. The, you, I can't get around the guardian angels thing without the religious connotations of of that. I remember growing up and thinking that there was like I had an assigned angel that just chills with you. That that was like I was their assignment, or maybe mm. one of many hundreds of assignments, but that they were always there, like they were always watching you. Okay, doing like, what in a though? creepy way? Masturbating. Everything. Pooping, masturbating. No, that's what they were doing. Dreaming. They're, they're just there to watch. They're taking they're notes. Toms. There's like But those, I mean like you know, to keep you out of trouble, to protect you. To protect you. My grandmother always said, uh, angels around you. Guardian angels. But doing what? I I I have pictured them I literally pictured them like Plastered to the front of my car. Like, <laughs> okay. Like protecting my car. Oh, like, okay. Like, like with arms their, spread, with wings, their body. Like, wings around me. Like, creating some sort of. Yeah, like, like some kind of okay. ethereal barrier. That sure. was like on, on under a sail from, you know, demons and things. Of course. Coming mm. after me all the time. Okay. Of course. And that like, and I, I would read creepy things about like, you know, demons and possession and all this stuff. And I was mm. just like, no, nah, I've got this guardian angel. Like literally fighting i can't see it but he's standing above there are me battles going on around you at all times great sword just batting away demons that want to possess my soul and take hmm. me hmm. i don't know okay hmm. like very you know medieval <laughs> i suppose it, so it, if someone is. like dies in a car wreck does that mean their angel was killed in battle I don't know. Or was there angel like not paying I, attention? I never. Yeah, they were on a cigarette break. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I definitely had enough uh, low self confidence to think that like, well, maybe he's just busy today. I don't know. <laughs> like, Where I'm were like, you? I must. <laughs> I must not be that important. I'm, I'm like his number I guess, four. No, I get it. Like, I, I was probably not a priority. Sorry. Yeah, he didn't think. Granted, I didn't know I was going to get into this trouble, but I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Ezekiel. I didn't mean it. Yeah. 
like I could have an archangel from the third circle. <laughs> come on, Ezekiel, come on. I might as well have Michael. Michael, the archangel, just come on down and say, hey. Um. <laughs> yeah. Gabriel, the Hermes of, of angels. Mm-hmm. He's going to come. He's going to come with a message and say what up yeah be a little trickster look upon my look upon my works ye mighty those were some great supernatural episodes though i appreciated gabriel's appearance in those oh Um, yeah i'll take your word for it yeah no it's cool it's a (laughs) a rabbit hole you don't need to go down fair enough Uh, gabriel's like supposedly he's the messenger angel he's the one who always brought bad news word word down like oh shit you're pregnant girl girl you pregnant Busy guy. Although that name, that angel is never actually named in the Bible, I don't think. Which one? The one that tells Mary that you have the son of God. Oh, gotcha. And then she goes, um, Joseph? It's just a prank, dude. This guy <laughs> showed up in the <laughs> barn and said, and now I'm pregnant? It's like, what the hell, Would that Mary? be weird to walk up to someone today and say that to him? Probably. You're the son of God. Probably. People would believe you. Some people would. Maybe. If you could get enough traction. Yeah. In the social medias. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Like weeping statues of blood and <laughs> stigmatas. I got the stigmatas. Oh, uh, just made me think of the South Park episode. <laughs> Which one? The one the, where the, the statue. It from its butt or something. Yeah. It's vagina. It's, it's like oh, having a period. I don't yeah. It's like Mother Mary. Oh, I don't think it I Sprays blood all over people's faces. I don't think I remember that yeah. one. Dude, it's a funny episode. <laughs> Is that like old school? It's, it's pretty older because old. I've definitely yeah. seen it. I was yeah, like, I've, I've seen, it. and I okay. stopped watching after okay. like season fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't. I never. Some good visuals. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Definitely some like some uh, like uh, anti misogyny undertones too, because it's sort of like they're like. Everyone thinks it's a miracle until they find out it's like period blood. And then yeah. it's like, gross. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotcha. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, what is that one? You know what song I sing a lot, though, from South Park is is Jacking It in San Diego? Dude. It's <laughs> a good one. Okay. Tell my friends I'm Jacking It in <laughs> San Diego. Oh, butters. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, and the my favorite one is when when he sings is is the the raisins. One. It's a very early episode. It's like season nine or ten, and he's like, he's he's he he dates this girl. There's a restaurant called Raisins. It's oh yeah, I remember. And, oh yeah, and, and he gets all sad and he sits there and he goes and he's he's sitting in the rain and he's like, if you leave me now, you take away the biggest part of me. <laughs> Ooh, baby, please don't go. <laughs> it's just so funny. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Poor. baby, please don't go. Poor mournful butters. butters. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's one of the first appearances of the goth kids. Mm-hmm. And that because Stan breaks up with Wendy and he joins the goth kids mm-hmm. and he wears like a he wears like an Edgar Allan Poe t shirt and like mm-hmm. black hair and it's like mm-hmm. and the Oh God! They go to the girl's house, and his, her mom is there. I thought you and your friends would like to live. God, mom, get out of here! <laughs> uh huh. You such a raging bitch. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's kids. like, okay, Gabriella, we'll just you have fun with your friends. It's like, mom, we're making a sacrifice to the Dark Lord. Okay, 
just get out. See, they believed in that shit. Exactly. And the Super Friends came. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That was a fun episode, Jesus too. was there. and Jesus and Gandhi and Aquaman. <laughs> Moses, I think, was a... Moses was there. Spinning head or he something. He was from Tron. <laughs> yeah, he was from Tron. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. I uh, guess. Good shit. No. So, uh, do I... I think there's... I think what I believe now is that there is, like you said, there's there's a there is some kind of intangible tell intelligence to the universe, to something beyond this mere flesh, and and I think that there there's and I think that that is personified, anthropomorphized, or dumbed down and understood in in a in a way that appeals to our tiny monkey brains. That uh, that that takes many forms for many different people and cultures throughout time and history, but I think it's something that we all sort of can tap into and, and uh, connect with in, in our own way, whether it's a totem or a spirit animal or a spirit guide of your great aunt Mildred, and <laughs> or you know fucking Obi Wan Kenobi comes and talks to you, yeah, the ghost of Thomas Monson. Or maybe it's your unconscious, and like, who's to say? Maybe we're all going off the rails on this crazy train. Probably. Probably. And everyone hears voices except you. I think we all hear voices. I think we all hear voices. Everybody poops except you. And that's concentrated evil coming out of your butt. That doesn't sound very healthy. Lord Zenu, save us! (laughs) I don't think Zenu will save you. It's not. It's not what he's there for. Oh, there. Uh, so I was watching um, uh, the David Foster Wallace commencement speech. This is water, and uh, you know they turned it into like a ten minute video. But actually, the full speech is far better, and it's like a twenty two minute thing on YouTube. You can find. Um, but one, it's an interesting point that he he makes um, and talks about how no one is really an atheist because at the end of the day, you will worship something. Um, and whether that is money or power or intellect or knowledge or beauty or hell, you know, whatever it is, um, like you will pray at an altar to something. Um, and then he like proceeds to tell you, uh, you know, his thoughts on, on what those are and so which the ones are kind of problematic. Um, hmm. but I thought it was an interesting, interesting thing to think of. Cause like, even if I, like, I'm not a religious person in the sense of, uh, like traditional religion, like I'm not a practicing Jew, I'm not a practicing anything, but like, you know, we all have values, we all have places where we put our attention, and um, you know, those are like altars where we worship at. So it's just the idea that like no one's really an atheist is one that I've been chewing hmm. on. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So may your spirit guide bring you to that thing that you will get fulfillment out of in your life. Sure. And hopefully we'll all worship at the altar of goodness. Ignan. Ignan. Of ignorant uninformed. Yes. yes. Everyone worship us. Ignan. We are ready to ascend to Godhood. <laughs> yes. Our prayers are accepted. Sure. Our pyramids. All we need is your topics. We're a nonprofit, right? Okay. <laughs> totally. So Tax once exempt. you reach the fourth level of enlightenment here uh-huh. at ignorant uninformed. Uh-huh. I mean, we are giving out now, sainthoods. There That's is. True I mean, story. We're basically starting a cult, you guys. 
Awesome. I think we are. Cult of personality. Those always end well. Bitch. Hey, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Mr. Jeff Watson. Drink that Kool-Aid. Mr. Max, Sarakistan Sarak. We made it sugary. Mm. <laughs> and I am Ben Hollywood. Do you smell toast, Whitmore? <laughs> oh, this has been your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show. Send us your topics at topics at ignorantuninformed.com or check out all the podcasts at ignorantuninformed.com. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast area you listen to us on. Check us out at Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorantuninformed. Or track us on Twitter at ignorantuninformed. We're going to be back next week with a brand new epidose of hot ass freshness all up in your grill. Peace off.